Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hey, everybody. It's, uh, it's Wednesday night, and that means it's Magic Mac night. That's right, guys. We're going we're gonna to come in here, and we're going to strip this thing down and look at it from its basic point of view. We're going to talk about voiceover from its beginnings, and uh, I have uh, my faithful co-host with me, Jason Castingway. Hey, everybody. Hey, and we've got, uh, we have Desiree on the stream tonight, and we have Tiffany, who is handling our hands. So handling our hands. <laughs> it's right. It's, it's uh, the, the bands together tonight. Yeah. So, uh, so what we're going to talk about tonight... Um, as soon as I mute my speech so that I don't hear all that. Okay, there we go. So um, we talked about, uh, if you went back and, and, you know, when last we left our intrepid heroes, they were talking about um, about the basic language of, of voiceover and, and Mac OS. Um, the current version we talked about is Catalina. Um, so getting that kind of stuff in, in there, uh, interacting and not interacting. And, and the Finder is really the desktop, and the desktop's really like the this PC kind of thing. And uh, it's just a different language. Uh, but once you get used to it, it, it's very simple to understand. Uh, we talked about the, the modifier keys being the, uh, the vo- or the vo keys, the voiceover keys, which are the uh, control and option. And uh, about, about getting and navigating and, and kind of doing all that fun stuff. So what, what have I missed, Jason? I am thinking, um, I I think you covered it pretty well. We we um, covered the basics and and we're still working on that. But we're going to venture into. Um, I think you were telling me the uh, na- more navigation with the dock. I think we're g- we're going to do that. We're going to talk about how to get to the dock. We're going to talk about how to navigate the uh, the menu structure. So um, because um, uh, a, a difference in in Mac versus PC is you have access to a lot of functions through a couple of simple keystrokes instead of having to open up a lot of different things to get to certain settings you can use one keystroke and then just arrow through so many different selections and it's it's very simple and it works universal across OS uh and then uh we're going to talk about what the dock is and how and, and the easy way to get to that and to navigate it and what it's useful for and why it's so useful so let's, uh, if you're ready, let's let's jump into that. Sure. All right. So let's let's start off with the easy one, the dock. Right. All right. So we talked last week that you have uh, two sets of modifier keys. That is the that's the voiceover keys, and the first set is the is the control and option, which is you have to press that along with most of your letter type commands to get things to happen. That's how you, that's how voiceover operates. Uh, the other one is the caps lock key. Caps lock key is your additional modifier, like. Like with JAWS, you can set that up on your laptop version where that's the, the JAWS key or the insert or whatever key. So you're, so uh, I always do this one because it's very easy from a ergonomic. But the, the keyboard command to open your dock is, is uh, vo, vo, d, like David, like dock. And so I, use, so I use a pinky on the caps lock and my index finger on D. And I don't have to use two fingers on the, on the control option key and stretch up and... It's ergonomically, it saves me like, you know, at least a good year of worrying more about carpal tunnel. <laughs> so your dock is kind of like analogous to your taskbar. 
but instead of where your taskbar has just a couple things in there, what's running and maybe like your, you know, your, your big one thing that's sitting there like edge or something like that. This, this has probably the majority of the things you're going to use. It has, it starts off with, um, your search feature, you have Safari, you have the spotlight, you have, uh, all your different programs, um, I'm just trying to think of the, there's so many in there. Some common folders. I think trash is in there. Trash. Yeah. Trash is all. Yeah. Trash is at the end. Um, your trash and your files. Uh, I have like, so for me personally, I, I do use, uh, Microsoft office for Mac and all of those programs are in there. You have mail in there. You have, uh, your music folder is docked in there. If you want a quick access to it. And it generally has a, um, depending on how rapid you type. So if you type, like, so let's say you're, you're going to go for, you know, you're, you're trying to, uh, you're at the beginning of that doc, right? And you want to get to your, to your Microsoft Outlook account. Cause you know, that, that's, that's a good, that's a great mail program. So you hit M. The first thing it's going to jump to is mail. If you hit M again, it sticks on mail. Cause it's like, well, that's, that's the first M. It doesn't go piece by piece by piece, at least not in the settings that I have. But that's if right. I type, go ahead. No, I was just saying that's right. It it works yep. a little differently than in Windows. Mm-hmm. But if I type MI, it'll jump to Microsoft. And then I just have to arrow, uh, voiceover right arrow or left arrow through the different programs. And then for me, uh, most of the time, your selection is always a voiceover space bar. That's kind of like pressing buttons or activating. Uh, and in the dock, I found that I just press the space bar and it'll open it. And it collapses the dock and it opens your program that you've selected. So it's a very, very easy, a very powerful, quick tool to get to where you want to get to fast. Uh, and it opens no matter what program you're in. If you're in, if you're in Safari and you need to get to uh, your mail program or you want to get to Siri, um, you can very easily just go uh, caps lock D or voiceover D. And that's, and that's the dock. Again, it's real simple. There's, there's, uh, I think I have about 35 items in my dock. A lot of it just puts it in there automatically. And you can customize it too. Um, say you're, there's an app that you find you're using that wasn't in the dock to begin with. I think nowadays in Catalina, your most recently used apps appear in the dock as well. But if you wanted to keep something in the dock so that it was always there, whether you'd used it recently or not, you can access a contextual menu. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too quickly. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you are. I don't think you are at this point. Okay, so um, you, you'd find this app in your dock, and you would use the VO Shift M or Caps Lock Shift M to activate a contextual menu. And as you navigate through the menu with your VO down arrow, you're going to see options with a submenu. And kind of like in Windows, when there's a submenu, you can, um, in this case, VO Right, and it will enter the submenu, and you, one of the options in there is keep in dock. And it's as simple as that. Then it will stay there uh, and be accessible at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and that's good because I know that third-party um, non, non-Apple products tend not to jump in there unless they're kind of like officially licensed. So, for example, uh, Jason and I, when we stream, we use a, we use a program called Audio Hijack. <laughs> And yeah. that's a third-party app by a company called Rogue Amoeba. Plug, you guys should support us. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but because they're third-party and they're not officially recognized, you can't. They're, you know, they're not in the app store. You have to go to their website and download it. 
uh, it won't automatically appear in the doc. You have to you have to kind of force it to be in there. And you bet I've done that because gee, I seem to be using that program a lot these days. Right. Because <laughs> right, I haven't I haven't done it yet either. Because it's because it's sitting on my uh, it's sitting on my Finder window. Ah. And that's right. another. That's I'm sorry. That's another oh. point I just wanted to make real quick. When you're when an app is running, it is also in the dock. So um, and and you'll see that if you're navigating through it, it'll say that that app is running. But it's just another way of of uh, getting to that options menu if if you find it in the dock and you can access the the uh, contextual menu just like I explained before. Mm-hmm. Now your dock typically kind of sits uh, transparent if you're if you're a, if you're a visual user if you have low vision you can do it. It generally sits kind of transparent at the bottom of the screen, but when you when you uh, use that menu, it lights up, it highlights up, um, and be and and your cursor focuses to it. Your your voiceover cursor. But uh, but yeah, it's it's again, it's a really powerful tool. I would take time to explore it and get used to it. Um, you'll learn to love it. So so I said what's at the bottom, but what's at the top along the top of your screen is the menu system. And if you kind of think of like uh, your iOS, right? Because we're all kind of used to our phones. You have a status menu at the top of the screen. You kind of have that as well as a drop down at the very left. And it's and and if you're visual, you can see that's a little a little red apple. And if you were to click on that with a, with a mouse cursor or with the pointer, it's going to drop down and open up a bunch of stuff. We can access that easily by simply typing VO keys M for menu, and it will open that up. And we get a bunch of, bunch of options in that. Uh, the first thing it says is Apple menu. And as we VO down arrow into that menu, you see things like uh, you get the about, you get the app store, you get the system preferences, which is a huge one. There's even a shortcut key to jump into that, uh, so you don't have to go through this. Uh, you get the um, all the different shutdown features are there as a part of it. So it holds it holds a lot of your um, almost like kind of I, I almost call it like your settings menus almost um, instead of like where you have to go in to change all of your. Um, on iOS, you have to go into the actual setting app. This kind of holds it in that menu, and it's the the, ba- the big one is the system preferences. Yeah, and this is the one where um, so again, you go down to system preferences and VO, and once you once you get onto that highlight, you're going to use a VO space, and that will open the system preferences. You're going to VO right arrow through through the different uh, titles where you get like the minimize and zoom and search and all that kind of stuff. But then you get to the scroll, and if you interact, remember we talked about interacting, uh, which is um, VO shift down arrow, so we can interact with that. Um, you get access to all of those different little settings, like display, like Wi-Fi, like sound, like uh, uh, input, output, audio, like accessibility, like uh, backup, and all these kind of all these kind of cool things. And there's again, there's just a load of stuff that's in there. Um, just to change to check your settings and stuff like that, and uh, we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit with Jason as to as to um, what what I'm hoping Jason will talk about for a few minutes uh, on, on a little more advanced setting kind of a thing, so that if you make changes in there, you can restore them, <laughs> you can fix that with the click of a couple buttons. Um, so you change those in there, and that's that's again where you find your accessibility um, to get into that. Uh, and that can again, you can change your, um, you can enable Zoom, you can enable VoiceOver, set that up for its keys, uh, where all that's possible. Uh, but 
Uh, so if so, if we go into that, that's got all that cool settings in the Apple menu. If we if we take and, and hold down the voiceover keys and, and hit the M button twice quickly, it's going to bring us into a status menu, and that's where we're going to get like all those cool little things like the time, the date, your battery, uh, what your battery status is, if you're plugged in, if you're not plugged in, if you're charging, you're not charging. It's going to get your Wi-Fi connection. It's going to get uh, your if you have a weather setup in there, you can tell you the temperature. Uh, anything else you can think of? Uh, my Dropbox. Sometimes I'm checking that to see if it's been, you know, everything's up to date. <laughs> when I'm like, oh, I need this file. And I know somebody just put it there, but I'm still waiting for it. I'll check there. Uh, OneDrive appears there. Um, let's see, what else? Zoom is in there right now because it's running. And I think I, I told it that it could create a little icon when it's running. And I could change some certain things as I'm going. Um I have Time Machine and Bluetooth, all that good stuff. Volume control and Spotlight. That's right. Uh, forgot that yes. was in there. Yep. So, and I think I think I think I want to take on Spotlight next week. That's a really, uh, that's a really useful feature. So yes. Preview. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so you get all that kind of informational thing, like like uh, in your PC, that's your notification, status windows, and all that kind of stuff towards the bottom right hand. Uh, if you look, that's along the top end. Uh, you see all of that listed out there. If you're visual, you're going to see all of those things. They're up there just kind of hanging out at the top of the screen waiting to be used. Uh, you can you can connect or disconnect your Bluetooth. Uh, you can change devices. And how you access some of those things is when you're hovering over them. Uh, you mentioned earlier, and I'll let you go ahead and talk about that, uh, about the context menu. Huh. So when you are... for. You know, we're talking about these the status menu after you've hit VOM twice. Um, to access any of those items, you can press VO space on them, and they open a menu. And it reminds me very much of using a contextual menu, because you get that same little drop-down menu with a bunch of relevant options uh, surrounding what you're doing. I, uh, I guess that's why they call it a contextual menu. <laughs> um, so... For example, if I um, I'm navigating my status menus right now, and I want to see something about uh, Bluetooth, I'm going to VO space on the Bluetooth item, and I get a menu. And if I arrow down with VO down arrow or caps lock down arrow, it tells me that my Bluetooth is on, and I have an option to turn it off. And I have a list of devices that it sees and devices that it has paired with in the past. And then I have an option to f open the full Bluetooth preferences screen, which you can also find under system preferences. And if I, don't wanna, if I decide I don't want to do anything like I'm doing right now, I'm just going to hit escape, and boom, it's gone. I'm back to my Zoom screen. Yep, and, and, and escape is the way to collapse all of it. Yes. So there's another way to get into those, into the context menu. Uh, and it, it's applicable to all different apps and the menu items and stuff like that, the dock items. And that's uh, voice of VO keys, shift, and the letter M. Yes. And that will bring up a drop-down. You can VO down arrow through all those different things like open, place in Finder, place on the dock, uh, those kind of things, the options. Uh, or even like if you're in a browser, like if you're in, you know, you're in the browser and you see a link, and you want to see what options are available because you might want to do something with that link. You can VO shift M on it and it becomes a menu. 
And you get things like, and you know, this is going to sound familiar if you've done this in Chrome or other browsers on Windows, uh, open link in new tab, open link in new window, download linked file. Uh, you can add link to the bookmarks and just a number of different options uh, surrounding what you can do with that link. And I don't want to do any of that. So escape and the menu's gone. So it's really powerful stuff at your fingertips, um, which is one simple key combination. Uh, you don't have to worry about memorizing multiple ones. You've got that, and it kind of gives you everything you need. Uh, if, you, if you're used to all the different Windows type of browsers, you know you had to, you had to memorize multiple different key presses for different parts. You know, you had to use you know, your, your Alt-F to get to your file, to get to your file system, or Alt-A Alt to get to your, to your favorites menu, or Alt-D to get to your, uh, to add something to your uh, Control-Shift-B to get to your bookmarks in Chrome. There's all kinds of different commands. Well, that's the that's the beauty of of the Mac, and where some I think some of its elegance and its power lies, is it is so universal. Uh, what works in one application works almost universally. The context menu is the context menu is the context menu. Whether you're in Safari or Chrome or uh, Edge, because you can download Edge for Mac now. Um, oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yep, I, I just I just I, I downloaded it on my iOS device uh, two days ago, and I'm getting set to try it out to see if it to see how it works on on uh, on the iOS platform. Oh, cool! To to do some evaluations on that. So yeah, those you don't have to memorize a whole bunch of different commands. Uh, if you're again, if you're an audio hijacker, you're in Loopback, which is a, a an aggregation device creator kind of a thing, or you're in Pages, uh, which is my, which is Apple's version of Word. Um, you you use the that's the context menu. Use the context menu. It's always voiceover shift M. It's awesome. I, I love it. Yes, and you're uh, talking about consistency. Um, one of the things I love too is that a lot of it, when we get into shortcut keys and things, a lot of those are consistent across the apps too. And and I I really like that. Uh, and what so one of my favorites. So we'll talk about that real quick, and then I'm gonna, and then we'll move on to something a little bit, uh, a little bit different. But uh, one of my favorite shortcut keys is voiceover comma, and the voiceover comma key takes you no matter into that what application you're in, it will take you into the preferences pane. Ah, you're, I think um, uh, you're referring to command comma. Or I'm sorry, yeah, command comma. Yeah. Yeah, command comma. A- yeah, it, it's wonderful. That's great. And no matter where you are, like you said. And one of my favorite ones, and this is specific to the Finder, um, but there are keyboard shortcuts to jump quickly to common folders, like your Documents folder or your Downloads folder. I'm always going to my Downloads folder. I'm like, oh, I downloaded something. Oh, I need to go there quick. Command, Option, L. Boom, you're in your Downloads folder. Yeah, and that, and that, now, if I'm correct me, but that no matter where you're at or what you're in, it will take you to that, correct? Um, it has to be either in the Finder or if you're in uh, one of those dialogues where it says, you know, what file are you looking for, you know, gotcha. you have to navigate. You can do Command-Option-L and it will jump you into your Downloads okay. folder. So that's, and, a, that's, a, that's a little more context-specific then. Yes, that is. But it's still pretty consistent. Um, if you're in another app where, you know, like I said, you have to open a file or save a file, you can use those same commands to jump to folders so the so there's command option l for downloads there's command shift o for documents command shift d for desktop it's it's quite memor- memorable once you 
use it enough and and you know d for desktop and um mm-hmm. i think because uh d for desktop d for documents d for downloads they couldn't do that all so that's why you get o for documents and l for downloads but hey <laughs> right. so okay the first letter's taken up let's go to the second one yep <laughs> <laughs> um, the last part I'm going to talk about about the about the uh, voiceover M menu bar is it's also um, it's also I call it dynamic, but it's contextual if that's a better word for it. So remember, I said that when you when you open that up, the first thing it says is Apple menu, right? But if you go if you use a voiceover right arrow from where it says Apple menu, it brings up the menu of whatever app you're working in. So let's say you're on the Finder window, or you're in, in, you don't have any app open. It's going to bring Finder commands. So you go through uh, through that, and it's very much like um, if you're used to if you're used to the, the old Windows menu system. Uh, you'll find it very very familiar, where you find things like open a new Finder window, or you know uh, copy cut. Uh, if you view if you view right arrow from that, you get the edit menu, which is the old fashioned copy cut paste paste special kind of stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. And again, right airing, you're going to get like windows where you can cascade windows or collapse them all or expand. There's there's lots of different things. You're going to see a very familiar feel to it. Uh, and and instead of trying to go through everything that's on there because we'd be here for a two hour show, uh, I'm just going to I'm going to urge you all as maybe a little bit of homework if you're used to it to just explore that. If you're used to it, great. Um, this this portion of the show is geared towards those who are literally cracking that screen for the first time or second time. But for those of you who aren't and have cracked it a lot of times, we're going to move on to something that's a, a little bit on the, on the, but no less important. Uh, and Jason, tell us, because I, I brought this up to you before, and you said, you said you're familiar with it, and I am not as familiar with it. I'm not going to be the first to tell you an untruth. <laughs> um, but Time Machine. Time Machine. It's exactly what it is. You, you run it, and you can go back in time. Oh, I'm sorry. You can go back in time on your Mac. <laughs> so, so let so, me. So can we rename that the TARDIS? <laughs> right. Uh, so let me let me explain that a little bit. Time Machine is a tool for backing up your Mac. Uh, you can use it to make a perfect backup of everything on your Mac. Uh, you need an external hard drive to do it, and. I believe you can even do it to hard drives that are attached to your network. So if you have like a, a NAS storage device or something like that, you can use that as well. Um, but what happens is typically I've used an external drive and when I plug it in, it will ask me, I think I've told it not to ask me because I don't like being asked all the time, but um, it will ask you, would you like to use this drive for time machine backup? And if you say yes, it will... Um, I think it'll tell you what it's about to do to the drive, like it's going to erase it or or make sure that it's clean so that it will start doing the time machine backup. And in your system preferences, there's a category for time machine, and that is where you can fine-tune all of the settings. I think by default, it's going to backup um, every hour, and then there's like a, a point where if it starts, if the drive starts to get full, it will start to warn you and let you know that maybe uh, the backups are going to occur at less of uh, a frequent interval. But in every every time there's a backup, it doesn't have to rewrite the entire 
drive to this external drive. It just, it knows how to find all the little changes and just write those. So the first backup will take a while, but after that, they're all incremental and they're very quick and you'll hardly notice that anything's happening. But say you are working along and you've had Time Machine going for a good while now and you deleted something yesterday and you're saying, oh no, uh, why did I delete that? I, I actually need that and it's not in my trash because I emptied my trash. Darn it. Oh, wait, I have Time Machine. Uh, you can navigate and there there's a couple of ways you can do this. You You can navigate your time machine by going into the status menus that we talked about when you when you press vom twice and then you vo arrow to the right until you came across time machine and you would vo space on that and open the uh the the uh, menu for time machine and you could say uh let me actually tell you um enter time machine and that would throw you into a dialog that is similar to the finder window and you could navigate. Uh, there's a toolbar that shows you the date and time, and you would tell it to go to yesterday. And just like in the regular Finder, you could you could navigate to your home folder, navigate to your downloads, wherever that file may have lived, if you remembered exactly where it was, and you you would find it. And then once you find it, uh, there's a button in the toolbar, but I believe you can access it. Oh goodness, there's probably a shortcut key for that. But um, even in the contextual menu, there's a file, there's a button that would say restore file. And it would take that file and copy it right back to your current hard drive space. And then you'd have access to that file again. Um, There are more complex situations where you might want to restore a mail folder that you accidentally deleted. I have not gotten to that technical level. Um, Another way that that I typically do it is if you actually, um, instead of using the enter time machine option, if you were to navigate directly to the drive that's holding the time machine information, you would see a very clean and easy to understand folder structure that shows you the date and time stamp for each of those backups. And you would just go inside it and it would show you uh, the contents of the backup for that period. Um, and the folder structure would reflect your exact folder structure now, except you would find files in there. Um, if you were in a date that was previous to the current date, you would find files maybe that you needed to recover, and you can just copy them to the clipboard and paste them into your current instance. I know this is probably getting a little technical, and I, I hope I'm explaining it uh, in a way that is easy to understand, but it is very useful, and it is wonderful to have if something goes wrong with your computer because uh, you can restore your entire machine using that backup and you could tell it you know i want to restore the backup from yesterday not not the not today's backup just before the the whole machine crashed so it is very specific uh and very helpful to uh it's it's built right in you don't have to buy a third-party backup solution Mm -hmm. and uh and I'll, and I'll say that, that uh, you know, I, I've used it. Again, I'm not, I'm not very familiar with it because I generally don't tend to hook up uh, an external drive too often unless I do need to back up or uh, access, access something on that drive, mm-hmm. specific file, uh, only because I tend to keep, keep certain files, like certain music files and stuff like that, locked away from, from, from Apple because they're like, oh, wait, we're going to replace that with a, with a different version. <laughs> and I don't want them to. 
<laughs> yes. So, uh, so I don't let them have it. Uh, but it's, it's probably one of the great things I love about Mac is, is, and about Apple is they literally think about what, what you use and they, and they put that in there and they say, okay, and, and we're not going to make you pay for it. So mm-hmm. it's all free. Like, uh, the big example I always tell people is, is pages, numbers, and, uh, and there, I can't, I can never remember. I want to say sheets, but I know that's the Google. Oh, um, there's numbers, pages, and, um, oh my goodness, it's going to go right out of my head. Slides. See, what in, uh, is it slides? Hold on, I got it here. <laughs> is, uh, is it? Keynote. 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 Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but those, those apps also, so. You know what's the what's the going rate on on three sixty five now? How much is that a year? Hundred bucks? I think so. And I think I think if you were to buy the legacy version of Office, it's like one hundred fifty, one hundred sixty bucks. It's free. Something like that. Yep, on the Mac, all it's those, free. And there was a time when you did pay for it, but it it's still. It, I think it was thirty dollars. But yeah. all of a sudden, they just said, "No, we're including it." Yeah, because because everyone uses it and they need it. Exactly. And even if you're a budding musician or you're you're moving into the uh, um, phase where you want to record your work, uh, you get GarageBand. That's free. Oh, it's cool stuff. Yeah, and and I know that's that's one of those ones I would love to have a class on specifically because uh-huh. because the first time you get into that thing, like <laughs> the words that are coming through your mouth, you know, like you know, like just <laughs> I remember I'm like you know my dog went to the other room, you know, children across the street started crying. <laughs> Like the language he's using, yes. so there's a lot to take in on, on that screen. It, it is. It's sure. a very complex program. It's a very advanced user program. But but once you learn it and you get past the the language barriers, it's literally like, oh, that's how that works, and that's why it works that way. So, all right. Well, I know for the I know for the last part of the show, we usually promise to kind of try and get some some current stuff. However. My uh, my screen went down that had my my article I was going to, to talk about. Yeah. So instead of doing that, we're going to do the the thing that all all hosts do, and that's improvise. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if you're ready, let's let's uh, let's talk to the people who tuned in, who came in and joined us. Sure. All right, Tiffany, you're on. Okay. Let's see. And if you could just let us know when we get to about ten minutes left in the program. I can do that. Yes. Um, we have Wesley Brown. Hey, Wesley. Uh, hi. Like a uh, couple of things I want to know about voiceover. How do I adjust the volume of voiceover compared to my other apps? Like right now, voiceover is kind of blooming loud and Zoom's kind of soft. And also, I want to know what is voiceover STFU key? Like it. You want to hear some voiceover by talks when you're going in, you know, you just pay for this and you wanted to get to stop talking. So, like, okay. You know. uh, Jason, you want to go and take the first one about is it about adjusted? Because I don't believe the Mac has a different volume between the voiceover uh, volume versus the system volume. Actually, it does. Yes. <gasps> <laughs> it's very cool. Um, and in Catalina, and I think in, in previous versions, um, not too far back, but it's now uh, VO command shift. And then if when you're holding down those keys, you press the right arrow or left arrow, and you're going to hear the different parameters you can adjust on the fly. And there's pitch, there's volume, intonation. Um, uh, you can even change the voice, uh, the rate. So 
if you go to the volume and you're holding all these keys down and, and keep in mind, I said the VO command shift. You can also do the caps lock command and shift. And that might be a little easier for actually a lot of people. What am I doing? I'm holding down all these keys. It's kind of crazy, actually. But I'm at the volume right now. And if I keep these keys held down and I press down arrow now, because I was using left and right to get between all these different parameters, I'm going to use the down arrow. And I get 95%, 90%, 85%. And my voiceover is being turned down. But everyone, everything else is staying right where it needs to be. And I do use that on occasion because voiceover, well, it's loud. And some other things are not quite as loud. And I, I, I get tired of hearing voiceover so loud. And as soon as you're done adjusting, you just let up all the keys. And it, it uh, gets you right back to your regular screen where, where you were working before you started. All right. And the quiet command is just the control key. Okay, control key. So that's the SCFU key for voiceover. Yes. Yes. Okay, then those keys, anywhere I just hit the voiceover keys, and then I, the shift voiceover, then I can get to these parameters where I can get to the voiceover volume, no matter where I'm at. Yes, it's it's VO command shift, and then your left and right arrows move between the different parameters, and your up and down keys adjust those parameters. Yeah. So shift and all three of those keys in a row, and, and then and add I, in the shift. You know, shift in those three keys, and all three of those keys, and then uh, my arrow keys. Yes, and you keep them held down until you are completely finished adjusting everything. Okay, so it's like you got hold down the key, let go, it stops type of deal. So hold it down. Then I can use it. So it's not like a tap, and then I can go to the parameters. I got to hold her down. But then when I'm done, let go. Yes. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And a, 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 a helpful tip if you, if you really want to get fancy, you can VO lock those keys in place with using a VO semicolon. And that that's will lock, right. That'll lock those, and therefore you don't have to hold down those two keys. All you have to hold down is just your command and shift. Right. So, all right. Who do we got next, Tiff? We have Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> Tyson, I've From missed Michigan. you. <laughs> yeah. You um, first of all, I want to apologize for uh, joining and leaving and joining the meeting so many times, but my internet was messing up. But anyway, okay, so when, since the most recent updates, I when I go into my, um, we call, I call it the extras menu, the VOMM, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to get the battery status and the Wi-Fi and all that, I have to use my trackpad. I cannot get my, um, you know, if I use VO left arrow, VO right arrow and stuff to, to arrow through those, I can't get any speech. Got any oh, ideas why? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it you, used to work. Do you have the parameter turned on where the mouse follows the cursor by chance? I don't know. Because I know that used to be a, a problem because the mouse would start following wherever you go and things change sometimes if the mouse gets involved and the speech gets um, kind of compromised. So if by chance you go into your voiceover utility and you find that uh, your mouse is following the cursor, turn it off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I think you'll be a bit happier. <laughs> oh, good, good. Great. Thank you Definitely. very much. Uh, and now, now, when you said you updated, is that the one? Because I know I've got one. I, I had one sitting on there today that updated like the night night before last or something like that. And yeah, yeah. That's it that just one? happened. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. Good to know. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lucy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, we have... Please unmute yourself. 
I didn't hear the name. Yes, has new window. <clears throat> did you say John? I did not. I said Valerie. Oh. Oh, okay. It was me. I wasn't sure because it it cut off for a second. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm Valerie. Looked. Hi, Valerie. Hello. I've been using a Mac since 2011. Um, so I just uh, saw your link on the ACB community list and thought I'd come see what um, what you guys talk about and was just curious to see if um, you know new stuff and old stuff and um, that kind of thing. And to speak to the battery um, thing that you guys mentioned earlier, I don't know um, how to get these or if I still have them, but I do know that they some people made scripts where you could use option B to get your battery percentage um, spoken so that you didn't have to go out into those menus. Um, And that was pretty useful. I I know I have it on my Mac, but I don't know if I still have the scripts folder saved. Um, I have to find out. You may be able to go into your voiceover utility and actually set up a, um, actually set up a hotkey to do that. Yeah. Option B. Mm-hmm. Someone did uh, preset some and like shared it with a friend of mine who gave it to me and it had instructions on how to make them work because I do not know how to do uh, scripting. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty techie, just not program techie. Um, right, I'm, I'm not either. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah. It's really um, kind of interesting as, as a quick aside. If you were to look at Apple Script, it looks very English. It says, tell Finder to blah, 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 and tell this to <laughs> do that. It, it's kind of cool to see. Really? Yeah. It's it's a it's a language that I think was designed to be intuitive and easy to pick up. Mm. So where would one find that? That uh, 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 how to how to read the Apple Script language? Uh, there are so many books out there. I have Is one okay? um, called I think it's Apple Script One Two Three. But okay. I know there are several several resources if you were to look it up. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, thank you, Valerie. I hope you I hope you're mm-hmm. uh, at least enjoying the show. Yeah. I was the one that mentioned um, Kino earlier. So that oh, was okay. Me. Oh, yes. I didn't mean to Thank like you. interrupt, but I was like, oh, no, it's all good. No, that's what we need. <laughs> if we're like sitting there figuring it, come on, come on, come on, someone, someone help us out. All right. All right, Tiffany, who we got? We have Terry next. Please unmute yourself. Hi, guys. Um, real simple. Um, the last time I talked to you guys, um, you said that you were recording these sessions. Where does one go to download them or access them? Ah, you can find them at acbradio.org slash acb-events. You will see all the community calls that we uh, have oh, gotten. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this is I'm a community call. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Well, thank you much. I just want to extend again my appreciation also for this because uh, I'm a relatively in the last couple of years, new Mac user and you guys are a refresher for me. And this is a, there's things I'm learning. So thanks again. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. All right. Yeah. Um, and keep an eye out. Uh, what's, what's the current turnaround rate on, on getting these things top oh. detailed and put into at the most within a few days, um, you know, okay. a lot of times I can quickly grab something, but I know like this week I've fallen a little behind with other things that have been going on, but uh, we'll get that up as soon as we can. And and certainly if you if you get onto that page and you look for Magic Mac, it should pop right up. All right. So again, just to make sure everybody hears that again, it's acbradio.org 
slash ACB dash events. And if you want to subscribe to it as a podcast, you can do that too. Just add .xml to the end. So it would be acbradio.org slash acb dash events dot xml. Or it would probably show up if you did a search in your favorite podcatcher. Yep, I, I have it on my Victor. Oh, cool. Okay. So, all right. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Terry. Next, we are going to go to John. I did. John, get I- your turn. <laughs> Yeah, well, earlier when you caught Valerie, um, it broke up. Yeah, and, um, Comcast lying about the gig of internet speed that I supposedly. <laughs> so, I apologize for that, um, but I'm glad um, now. If uh, oh, let's say I'm arrowing down through emails or something like that, and I want this voiceover to stop talking, you're supposed to hit control, and he stops. Well, sometimes it does, and sometimes you have to double-tap the um, caps lock key and then double-tap it again to... That may, that might be, uh, when you say caps lock, if you've got it set, that's actually... The, the, the system is interpreting that as both the control and the option key. Yes. So... But, I mean, just hitting the control key... It does. Doesn't. It sometimes will stop, and sometimes it won't. I know sometimes when um, there are a couple of things that are being spoken. Like sometimes I'll get, I'll be reading something, but you know, an email will come in, and sometimes it'll interrupt. But sometimes I'll actually hear two versions of voiceover speaking, like um, telling a notification. I, I think sometimes it gets a little bogged with activity and the first hit of the control key may not stop it right away. Um, I, I have run into that on occasion. Um, and especially on an older Mac where the resources, oh, I don't know, I, I don't like it, but you, you, you have an older Mac and you've updated to the latest version of Mac OS that you can, but it, the older Mac sometimes has a little trouble keeping up. So if it's lagging a little bit, that control key is going to lag also. Um, I don't How know if that... old is older? Well, um, I have an iMac that is from 2012, or I'm sorry, 2011, and it still runs very well, but it chugs sometimes on yeah. things, and that's when I notice sometimes my control key, nothing's, nothing's responding as quickly as I'd like, uh, and then all of a sudden it'll catch up with itself and be all right. But I don't know if it's a similar kind of thing where your system may be um, coughing a little bit and needing a little time, and then it catches up, or or if it's a little different. But I know, you know that that's my personal experience anyway. Well, mine's a fall 2018 MacBook oh. Air. Can I wow. add something to that? Sorry, I, sure. I don't mean to interrupt. Sometimes there um, in your utility, there's a, a and I think it's in the speech area. Um, if you navigate down the table, you may have announcements um, enabled. And that those announcements are announced through the system voice and not voiceover itself. So it'll keep talking uh, even if you oh, hit that right. control key. Um, yeah, I was, so, I was thinking that yeah. as we were talking because remember you and I talked about that, Jason. Mm-hmm. It yes. might be that too. You could check that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, check in voiceover for announcements. In your, in your voiceover utility, mm-hmm. uh, in your speech settings... Uh, if you, if you know how to get to that, yes. uh, you arrow through those options, and one is going to be speak announcements, and you and want to make sure that that's turned off. That should be unchecked, correct? Unchecked, okay. Well, and 
and there's another I, I don't know if this is happening too, but in system preferences there's another option where um it will speak uh announcements as well uh, because they're independent of voiceover and they could be just notifying a user even if they're not using voiceover it might say such and such needs your attention or um i don't know uh it's eight o'clock you know it gives you the time and things like that and those are available under the i believe it's accessibility under system preferences and i'm looking for it right now uh there's a speech tab in there and my system voice is also alex so it's easy to confuse something that the system is announcing with something that voiceover is announcing and of course right. the yes. control okay. keys and, a, and especially especially if they're set to different speeds because that's what that's, was going on with me oh i see okay so yeah there's a there's a checkbox that says uh announce when alerts are displayed or when an application needs your attention and i have that unchecked as well because i was finding it was a little much for what okay. I needed. Well, I will check both of those then. Okay. And I thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I missed the I missed the uh, program last week. Uh, last week was the first one, wasn't it? Yes, it was. A uh, week uh, before. Two last, weeks ago. Right? Yeah. Two weeks. Is it every other week you have it? That's what we're going to shoot for, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I missed the first one, but I've been using a Mac now since 2013. And... I do have a Windows computer sitting here only because I like Excel better than numbers. But uh, <laughs> other, than, if, other than Excel, I don't use Windows for anything. Great. Love to hear that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. thank you for your question, and, and uh, welcome to the show. Okay. Um, you are right kind of knocking at that 10-minute um, window. Okay. Well, how, many, how many hands do we have up? You've got... Um, Two more who have not spoken once, and Let, one more who has come back. Let's let's knock those two out first, and if we got time, we'll rotate through the others. That's fine. So we have a caller who has a five zero one area code. Ah, oh, but that's I bet you know who that is. Yeah, please unmute yourself and identify. Yeah, I bet you do know who that is, Miss <laughs> Teresa. How you doing, sweetie? Hey, Tyson. How you doing? Well, thank well, you. I meant to, I meant to, and I and shame on me, um, thirty lashes. But I meant to write down some things that um, I was um, having concerns with. I was um, trying to go to email here, and I opened up email, and then unfortunately, the email of a ghost <laughs> um, because this um, Mac used to belong to somebody else. And last summer, one of my relatives tried to. And she put some, um, my, uh, my email account on there. It's an AOL. She put it on here, but I can't seem to find it. I see this finder and then, um, I see app store and below that I see dashboard. Okay. All right. So my suggestion is, is to, is first things first is to go into your system preferences and in the scroll area, find accounts. Okay. And make sure go through every every possible tab that that thing has and make sure that you have all of the old users accounts removed because there's probably something hiding in the background that's keeping that stuff there um jason what about you no i think that's a great idea it's too bad that the person who um had it first didn't um 
kind of clean things up before it was passed along. But, but I understand that doesn't always happen. And, and, you know, it just, it ends up being the, the new owner's responsibility to kind of, uh, right. Sift. Well, like I said, this is a, this is a, a Mac that belongs to it as a, a ghost that the person is now deceased. So oh, they see. didn't have time to clean it up before right. they passed. Yeah. This, okay. is, this is quite literally an inheritance. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I would just go in there and, and go into your system preferences there's an accounts uh, uh, window you can open up, and in there there's several tabs. Uh, I would go through. I would open up every one of them and look through every one and make sure that everything that has to do with that old account is wiped out okay. and replaced with your yours. email dating back to 2013. And well, those, those you those you may have to manually erase. Okay. If That's if a, you it, delete the account though, it should um, actually clean all that out. Um, you know, if it's an account that you don't need. Mm -hmm. So, all right, Teresa. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. We'll talk to you later. All right. Um, our next person is Ibrahim. Please unmute yourself. Hey Hey, guys. Hey guys. How you doing? uh, Ibrahim, how you doing? Good, good. So I used to be a Mac owner and then the, the Mac hit the fan pretty much for me by accident. And I was wondering what your recommendations on a new Mac would be. Um, I'm looking at maybe a, Something from 2017 before all wait. this craziness started? I'm going to tell you to wait. Wait, okay. I'm going to tell you to wait for the new silicone chip. Uh, even though that seems to be going towards like a mobile design to what everything I've here. Oh, no. They're, they're going to they're gonna put those in Macs. Okay. okay. Uh, and I believe the new, I think the new MacBook, MacBook yeah. line yeah. is going to start coming out with those in the fall. Yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm Kind of going back into my back burner for that one, so I'm just trying to remember what I've heard. I, I understand mm-hmm. this because I've heard a lot from people saying like you should get a one of the ones that have Intel because they'll be more powerful than the mobile they're, chip. They're going to be five times more powerful than an Intel chip. That's okay. that's what's okay. being said. Okay, now that said, yeah, that said again, uh, Jason. I think we can drop a little hint as what we had talked about a little bit ago. Right. Is uh, uh, Jason and I and a, and a couple other fellow Mac users are going to be doing um, right after the uh, Apple event in September. We're going to do a roundtable and talk about what we saw and what we're getting it and what what things we're talking about, okay. uh, what things we're hearing out of it. So okay. wait until you, wait until that drops before you go out and invest the money. Okay, because I do uh, have an old one and I'm thinking about trying to fix it up, but I'm looking at like four hundred dollars for the fixing costs. Uh, well, four hundred bucks is going to be a, a cheaper fix than probably close to fifteen to eighteen hundred. Okay. For for okay. for a new for even an, even an iMac or or a MacBook Air. Okay. Okay. So so if you if if budget's your if budget is your is your 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 final draw draw the line kind of thing, then I would be looking I, I, at that. I think also my other concern <coughs> is um, I think from now on I'm going to have to get used to a Touch Bar and still not. Still not interested in that, so I'm not sure. This is a way bar. not to touch get bar doesn't necessar- Touch bar doesn't necessarily have to be your enemy. Okay. And uh, okay. Okay. So, but that's that's another episode. So, okay. all right. Thank you, Ibrahim. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. All right. Let's see. You are done with all the new hands. Let's. I think we got time for one more. Let's see. Let's see if one and if we get time for a second one. Press on your audio button. All right. So you have um, Wesley. Use my audio button. Wesley, round number two. What you got for me? 
or yeah, I just let you know I did the uh, command, the uh, option, control, and the shift keys, and the right and left arrow. But all I did was start stepping through all the buttons and screens and zoom. It never got me to like a voiceover volume. Julie Piper has left the meeting. Okay, hmm. so question for you: Are you using voiceover? Or are you using Zoom with the system voice? Uh, I'm using voiceover. Okay, so again, let's 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 just confirm the command key. The option key and the control key, all of those right to the immediate left yeah. of the of the space bar. Yeah. And the shift key all held down at once. Yeah. And then and then the and don't let them up. And then the right or left arrow. Audio submenu. Start video button. Start video video submenu. Okay. Close participants panel. One nine participants. Right. Okay. So I'm wondering um do you know what version of Mac OS you're running? Press control option space. What's that again? I'm sorry. Do you know what version of Mac OS you're running? Uh, it's El Capitan. Apple menu nine items. Oh, okay. So your yeah, version of VoiceOver um, is using the former way of doing that, busy. which is uh, doesn't involve the shift key. So it's same uh, control, option, and command, but no shift, and you're left and right. Sorry, I tried to this and keep yakking. That's Ten, okay. Seven, six. So Ibrahim Khalil has left the meeting. So um. So all you so instead of involving the shift key, it's the same keys but without the shift key. So just the control option command and then your left and right arrows. Keep them held down or keep you know keep the voiceover and command keys held down and try your left and right arrows. Extra 65%, volume 100%. There we go. Yep. There, there, that seems that seemed to have did it. Okay. Yep. It, sorry, another problem with the old operating system again. That's, oh, that's okay. That's hey. not a problem. All right, Wes, we got you yeah. fixed. <laughs> I'm really having problems with this old OS and this old computer with those differences like that. Ah, well, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 what we got, and we got we got to learn to to fix it and live with it and and go with it. So good good deal. All right, Wes, thank you, my friend. That's thank you. Here. Welcome. All right, let's. It's we got two minutes till. Think we can squeeze in one more. We could try. <laughs> All right, let's do it. One more. Last call. <laughs> and you're good. That's it? Oh, we can talk our way out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jason, is there a way that people can get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you or that you want to possibly open yourself up to them getting a hold of you? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone would like to reach me, they can email jason at acbradio.org. I think that's probably the easiest way to do it. So Jason okay. at acbradio.org. Okay. And uh, uh, I am working on getting another email to give out for these because the only one I have is my private email. And, and some people have it and most people don't. So, uh, But I'm gonna, I'll, I'll hopefully have that next week or so if I ever get around to creating it. <laughs> um, but uh, let's go ahead and, and um, uh, that, uh, that address one more time for, for getting the, the uh, podcast of the, of the different events. Oh, sure. acbradio.org slash acb dash events and that's for your browser if you add the dot xml extension to the end of that that's for your podcatcher mm-hmm. all right well uh thank you so much to to tiffany for working the board for us and to desiree for for keeping us yes. uh alive on the stream tonight and thank you again, my friend Jason, for a wonderful session talking about a, a, a great, fabulous product that is not as scary as everyone thinks it is. Right. So, my all right. Partner. All right. Until a couple of weeks from now, uh, talk to everybody later. Good night. Catch you then. Thank you very much.